It is the Bet Like Mike Show, WindailySports.com. Happy Monday. Uh, happy Monday to uh, a certain guy who goes by the Twitter handle of at TraftMasterFlex. Uh, $100,000 in DFS this week. Uh, so congrats to Joel of Win Daily Sports. Yeah, $100,000 in DFS on the Open Championship. So uh, we had some winners this weekend, Mike Miller. Yeah, I saw that. Put it out on Twitter. It's great for everybody. Make sure you follow Win Daily. Make sure you follow WinDaily.com. Uh, remember on Twitter, make sure you check out all the banners there. Uh, we're going to have another great week, John and I, as we always do. We're a little bit late today. We apologize for that. We had a couple of uh, technical things, but we get on the air every single day, folks. Our, our great producer, John Jansen, makes sure we call him Johnny J, ladies and gentlemen. We will have your picks. At the end of 50, well, about 15 minutes in, it's the uh, fastest 20 minutes, the best 20 minutes in all of sports. So we want to make sure that you guys all know that. Now, we got things to talk about. Let's talk about the Open first, okay? Yeah. Morikawa, uh, the second time uh, that somebody under 24 has won two majors uh, this fast. The other guy was Tiger Woods. Uh, is he going to be Tiger Woods? I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. That's hard uh, to put on somebody, player. too, to, to put on the, uh, yeah. is he going to be Tiger Woods? That's a lot of pressure if, if we're doing that. So except, uh, hopefully except we get this. He's look. done something that only Tiger he, he really has. Well, he's yeah. done something that only Tiger did, though. So, I yeah. mean, only he and Tiger have done this. So we can say Tiger Woods is all this and all that, but Morikawa has matched him as far yeah. as majors are concerned. Two majors in his first eight starts. But I heard Mike Greenberg say something yesterday, John, uh, on Twitter. And he said, boy, this guy is going to be something for the next 10, 15 years. And he might be that, but I don't think golf's ever been stronger. And we said the same stuff about Spieth, that he, I thought Spieth was going to end up with 17, 18 majors. And the same thing with Rory. I mean, Saturday, they showed all of Rory's rounds while he was shooting bogey golf. I mean, they refused to let go of him too. So while we're... Uh, hoping Morikawa gets it done like this. I think he's got a long way to go. A lot of guys have started out fast like this before. Yeah, like you said, there's been a few examples of this. Rory McIlroy was one, and those guys hang around, but not winning at this degree all the time. You know, it's it's hard to do right. that. And like you said, the field of competition is even expanding more and more to where a lot of long shots are ending up winning. So, yeah, I, I think you're completely right. It's a little too early to be saying that for this guy because we've done it. We've done it so many times. We've done it for Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, And at some point, like Morikawa is going to have to figure out his swing again. It happens to all of them. It happens to everyone. I, I just think, you know, we, we not took for granted because everybody obviously – knows what Tiger did and everybody was paying attention to it. But I don't think people realize just how incredibly difficult that was to win that consistently all the time. And just a lot of guys aren't able to do that. And yes, Colin Morikawa is going to be a great player, but I don't know if he's going to to hit those expectations. Those are very high. And still, I mean, he putts so good this weekend, Yeah, but he was like 101st in putting coming in now. Is he a Kepka type? Does he get up for the majors? Of course he does. He wants to win the majors. He's got two out of eight. That being said, you just mentioned Kepka. We got Dustin. We got Rory still trying to find something. I don't think he, I don't know if he ever will, but we see Phil Mickelson win at the age of 50. So they all got a long run left in them. Steve seems to have found this game. Nothing against Morikawa. What he's done is absolutely fantastic. 
At 24-2. That's incredible. Yeah. Slow the roll a little bit. Now, if he wins one next year, okay, now I think we can start churning a little bit. But I don't want to fall into the trap I fell into with Speed. When Speed, the first three, four years, the first couple of years, I said, Tiger's in trouble. Tiger's in trouble. Somebody's going to catch him. And all of a sudden, you didn't hear from the guy like you brought up. You got to change your swing. Maybe you go into – you didn't hear from the guy for four years. And and he still hasn't won a major, even though he was competitive this weekend. Yeah, and it's not like – Morikawa's game, he was perfect on Sunday. I mean, that was that was almost a flawless as a round of golf as you can have, especially in a major Sunday. Uh, but the, he was struggling before that event with putting. So it's not like Morikawa's game is completely flawless or that it's perfect. He does have some problems with it. I'm sure he's going to go through long stretches at some point where he can't putt at all. And the putter's going to ruin a, a bunch of tournaments for him. You know, he might go a whole year, two years without really putting, whatever the case may be. What he's doing is incredible right now. He's one of the best pure iron strikers on the tour. But there are flaws in his game that's going to prevent him at times, just the, the same way there are flaws that prevent Jordan Spieth from winning all the time, or Brooks Kepka, or Bryson DeChambeau, or whoever else people are going to claim is like the next big thing and going to win a bunch of majors. It's just, it's a hard, hard thing to do. And only a few golfers in history have been able to do it. Uh, and I don't know if any of these guys are that. And I don't know if we can say they are that. Yeah, and you know what? We'll find out about uh, everybody else. Uh, bottom line is, we named a lot of guys that did not win a major. I mean, Matsuyama won a major this year. Rom, Bill Mickelson, and Morikawa. I don't hear Kepka. I don't hear Spieth. I don't hear Rory. I don't hear Patrick Reed. I don't hear any of these guys. So they're going to have to step up their games. There's no uh, question about it. Now, uh, you and I were the voice of reason, which is very unusual for us. The voice of reason when it came to the Milwaukee Bucks, people wanted to blow up the team. They were down to nothing. I, I, I expressed amazement by people that I respect that were pushing the panic button. Uh, I, I really, uh, you know, I, I will say this now. I'm tired of hearing everybody tell me who's the best of all of, of all the players in the league, whether it's Kawhi, whether it's this guy or that guy. It happens if every the draft started period. tomorrow, if the draft started tomorrow and I could pick any player for the Bulls, I'd take Giannis right now. You can have Durant. He might go down tomorrow. You can have anybody you want. I'm tired of people picking at Giannis's game uh, outside of the fact that he's a gentleman and he should probably have kicked the living shit out of Chris Paul when he low-bridged him and tried to knock him into the stands, which he could have hurt him. Has he? Does he not come into yeah. the rim? You know, does he not grab onto the rim? Giannis gave him the look. You're lucky I'm a nice guy. You punk. Now, maybe it was a reactionary move, but it looked like a cheap shot. Here's what I'm to tell everybody. I've been through Jordan, Rodman, and Pippen. The last time I saw a weaker supporting cast, which is a good supporting cast, but they used to say you needed three, like Bosh, Wade, LeBron, McHale, Bird, Parrish, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday. That's a one-man show with two strong supporting actors, and I don't think there's been, outside of Giannis, a weaker supporting cast since the 79 Supersonics with Jack Sigma, Freddie Brown, way before your time. But the old adage is you used to need to have the big three, like even Durant, Irving, you know, and Harden. 
Giannis is proving that wrong, isn't he? Yeah, he's proving a lot of people wrong. Uh, I don't think – because he's not a three-point shooter, nobody thought his game would be able to translate or at least get them to this point and win a finals, and especially because of the past, you know, losing, you know, all those Eastern Conference finals and not really making it to the NBA finals. But, yeah, he's proving a lot of people wrong. He's one of the top five players in the league. Uh, he should be considered one of the great – and, it, look, he's, he's having plays too. It's not that he's just stuffing the stat sheet or he uh, is doing great in the first couple of quarters and then cowers in fear in the final you know, few minutes of a game. This guy he is making – Yeah, he wants the ball, and he's making spectacular plays. That block on DeAndre Ayton we're going to be seeing forever, forever and ever. Like that was that was one of the most spectacular plays uh, that we've seen. And so he's just – it, it, it reminds me a lot of like what, when we watch LeBron in a series. Like he is doing everything and everywhere. Giannis is legitimately doing everything this entire series, uh, and it's, it's incredible to see. We are watching – a player finally break through what was that that ceiling of okay you're great but you're never going to win a title kind of thing. I'm glad he is not only pushed through that ceiling but is is absolutely shattering it and it's awesome. It's really great. And Chris Paul once again making me look good as I have always called him a regular season <laughs> hero. I don't care. I heard he's like I, I don't care. I've been hearing he's a top five point guard. No, he's not. Not. I don't care. You got to win something. He's been playing 16 years, and before that at Wake Forest. I like his talent, but this is about him. This is all about him. And and the media anointed, was ready to, to fashion the bus for him, which he's going to get anyway. Big deal. First team Hall of Famer, there's a million guys. Throw him into a hat. I mean, Tracy McGrady made first team. I mean, made first uh, uh, unanimous uh, uh, Hall of Fame in his first attempt. So uh, it's not hard to make the Hall of Fame. But but Chris Paul, he doesn't win this. That the legacy is you couldn't win the big one. Period. Well, you could never yeah. get your team in a position. And what makes it worse for him? I guess not worse for him. You know, he's obviously he's been the, the I think a big key reason why they're in the finals. So I will give him credit for that. But he's also the reason why they're losing right now. Like they, if he was right. if he was performing better in the last two games, they would have won both of them. You know, if if his performance has not dipped. They would be winning right now, but if, because it's uh, dipped so significantly to the point where Cam Payne was a better option than Chris Paul, I mean that's been hurting the team, and it's the reason I think why they're down three-two and why they're now probably not going to win the NBA Finals. And I'm, I hate to put it solely on one player, but it's hard to imagine if Chris Paul was playing better, the Suns losing these games. I think they're losing it solely because of Chris Paul and his performance going way down. And look, yeah, and Tina Schott's right. Credit to Drew Holiday for getting for being the one to make him uncomfortable. I agree with Sia, and I and I also say this. Uh, uh, they got there maybe because of Chris Paul, but they got there because of a multitude of injuries to top stars in the Western Conference. Yeah. I mean, if you're asking me if everybody's healthy next year, if the Phoenix Suns are coming back, you know, and, and Chris Paul's thinking of going somewhere else, maybe he'll go with LeBron and be with his buddy. But uh, you know what? They got there, but it looks like now uh, Giannis uh, and the boys are going to get it done, but we still got games to play. Now, John, Major League Baseball, I'm watching uh, – uh, the game last night, Boston and the Yankees. Uh, I had the Yankees, thank you. My scariest bet of the week, you'll love this, you'll appreciate this. I had Matt Harvey in the Baltimore Orioles, first five innings, plus 0. 0.5 runs. Oh, my God. And they and they, and they they actually won the game. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, with, with a guy that's got an ERA of 7.37. But last night I'm watching uh, the ball game, and I hear – Buster Olney and 
Doug Glamble and all these guys talking. And they start talking about Alex Cora, one of the guys who basically should, you know, they kicked the guy out for throwing the ball and hitting the Boston Red Sox player. Uh, so he's out of every stadium. Yet Alex Cora, who was a fixer, and got a, a better job, and, and, and he's allowed to manage in Major League Baseball. That being said, I heard them say that right now, except for Buster, Buster wasn't involved in this conversation, that that they were sort of banding around Alex Cora for manager of the year. And I'm saying to myself, okay, we're hearing about Boone with all the injuries the Yankees have had. But the fact is the White Sox lost their whole outfield. Eaton was let go. The starting outfield. Robert and Eloy are hurt. Grandell's hurt. They have a, a second string catcher. Uh, uh, they lost Madigal at second. They've lost five of their starters out of their eight, and they got the best record in baseball. And I got to hear about Alex Cora. I mean, how do you stand on this right now? If there was a vote taken tomorrow, and I'm sure, hey, Boston's got Boston. Yeah. They've got a good team, but they've surprised better than we thought. Yeah. Yankees not as good. But the Chicago White Sox, right now, I think juggernaut might be the best way to put it as they put down Houston in two, two games out of three. Yeah, there are two managers that come to mind. Uh, Tony La Russa would absolutely be one of them. And, it, I mean, just with the way their pitching is, their lineup, it's just they might be the best team in the American League. And I'm, I'm not just basing it off of the series they had against the Astros, but I, I think it's just kind of telling that they their starting pitchers were just outclassing the Astros. And it, they're just a better team, I think, overall. Uh, but it'd be Tony La Russa and Gabe Kapler. I think those would be my two front runners right now with the edge slightly to Gabe Kapler because San Francisco, and of course they have to somewhat keep this up to make the playoffs, but San Francisco was not supposed to be a playoff team. They were supposed to be really bad. So I think Gabe Kapler also probably at the moment should be the front runner. Uh, Alex Cora should not be even allowed to win a postseason award. I mean, this nonsense, I don't know how him and him and Hinch, their agents must've told them we're going to expose all of baseball unless you get a, my our guys back in this game. I mean, that's the only way it could happen. But they should have given them some sort of penalty or something because uh, in, in in Chicago this weekend, it was rough on the Astros. They had garbage cans being thrown on the field. Manfred could have avoided all this by voiding their title, saying you can't, but they must they cut a deal for immunity. And now the Astros, they get a verbal ass kicking wherever they go now, John. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, though, unfortunately, though, it's not getting them too much. They're a pretty good baseball team. They're pretty good. Yeah, Dusty I'll Dusty Baker's done a team. Dusty Baker has done a tremendous job there. He really has. He's been a nice well, steady he's hand. Got a, he's got a hell of a, a team out there. There's no yeah. doubt. But you got Dusty Baker is Chris Paul. Show me. Dusty yeah, Baker's Chris Paul. Okay, hey Dusty Baker, Chris Paul. Show us your trophy room. You got some manager of the year. You got some ACC player of the year, maybe. Some things, you know. Show me the trophy room at the end of the day. So, Dusty, who I like and I know very well, and he knows me. I wish him nothing but the best, but uh, we'll see what happens. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what this country needs right now. <laughs> no pr no pressure on us. No pressure. <laughs> No. Just what just what the entire country needs. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I mean, I got a vaccination. I'm ready to put a pillowcase over my head. I don't know what to do anymore. You know what I mean? I got a vaccination. I'm, I'm not saying put a pillowcase over your head. I don't know. With rubber bands around it, I don't know what we got to do. But <laughs> it's time. It's time to pay 
our winning game of making of the accurate picks for your week. And uh, uh, I got I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, you want to start first, my friend? You go first today. Yeah, I'll go first because uh, I do have a couple I like. Uh, I'll take the Red Sox. Yay. Speaking about the Red Sox, I'll take a one, uh, plus 115. Uh, I know they're on the road. Ross Stripling has been okay for Toronto, but Nick Pavetta has been one of the, the Red Sox better starting pitchers. Uh, I'll take the plus 115 here. I like the plus money for the Red Sox. All right. And uh, you know what? I looked at that game. I almost took it to bet against, yeah, Ross Stripling. Man, you know what? If I was going to take that game, John, I might take it on the run line. I don't want to lose four to three or five to four. So right. you got Boston with the with the uh, money line at a plus one mm-hmm. and a quarter. I think at a ten cent line. Yep. Yeah. And I'll take and I'll take Boston plus uh, one and a half, whatever I got to pay. Uh, nice. On the same game. What is that? You got that up there to run line? Yeah, minus 155 for that run line. I'll pay for it. I'll pay, I paid 180 the other night. Uh, in fact, I got a great one I played yesterday. This is great, folks. This tells you why the run line's important. I was going to take Pittsburgh plus the 145 against the Mets. I decide minus 160. Pittsburgh getting a run and a half. We're winning six to nothing after one. One of the goofiest plays of all time. The pitcher, Tyjon Walker. By the way, I took him under five innings, not the last. And he didn't last. They took him out in the first inning. That's the best. What a bet. And then what they give up six runs. So I'm doing the rumba, right? I'm getting one and a half. I'm doing the rumba. I'm doing it. Got the boxers on. Dun, 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 dun. Right? The Mets come back and win. But I got the run and a half, so I only lost oh. by – they only lost by a run. But if I had the – people who had Pittsburgh on the money line, I'd yeah, yeah. their stomach. Absolutely. So we both, got, oh, we both got Boston. Okay, what's mm-hmm. your next one? I'll take the Reds on the money line, minus 115. Um, they're taking on Jared Eikhoff, who is just a pitcher that is ripe, ripe to get crushed. And uh, the Reds are very good lineup. They're very good at home. I will take – the uh, the Reds against Jared Eikhoff. I like that matchup. Oh, that's a good pick. I, I like it. I won't ride with you on it, but I like it. Uh, you know what? The St. Louis and uh, the Cubs are a pick right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Mills has been good to me. The last two games he's picked, he had an ERA close to 5.83. It's down to 4.80. He's knocked down a run. Uh since I st- started betting every game with him two, week, uh, two weeks ago. He's won both games for me. I'm going to take the Cubs and Alec Mills in a pick against the St. Louis Cardinals uh, today, which I was surprised. You know, St. Louis, uh, they, they need the game. The Cubs have the white flag trade, which I really pisses me off. They're only eight, they were only eight games back, but they're losing to Arizona now. I think it's yeah. a trap. I'm going to take the Cubs in this one. Uh, I was thinking my last one, the Giants, but I want to stay away from it. Uh, the Giants haven't been too good since uh, they've been back in the other Look, small sample size, so it doesn't mean much. Uh, but I, I'm going to stay right. away from it. That was one because Kevin Gossman's on the mound. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. They're going up against the Dodgers. I will hold off, so I'll just stick with my two picks. Those will be it. Good. So you got uh, Cincinnati minus the 115. You got Boston plus 125. I got Boston plus a run and a half, and I got the Cubs in a pick. Ladies and gentlemen, this happens every day. This isn't by accident. We win every day, Monday through Friday. The pressure on us is enormous, you know? 
but we finished. We're closers. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. My guy, Johnny J, and I have a pot. Always brewing, ladies and gentlemen. So on behalf of Johnny, myself, we thank you for sitting in for the fastest 20 minutes. We think we thank Win Daily. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, we've been getting a ton of hits. We appreciate all the views uh, that you're giving us. And, uh, John, we'll see you tomorrow, huh, buddy? See you tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys. So long, everybody.